This is episode number 15 with CEO of the National Bar League, Evan Hardin. Welcome to the We Love Philly podcast. My name is Carlos Aponte, a Philadelphia school teacher whose mission is to promote volunteerism throughout the city of Philadelphia and help put the brotherly love back into the city of brotherly love. Each week, my students and I bring you a person or organization that is making Philly a better place. Thanks for spending some time with us, and let's dive in. John F. Kennedy once said, physical fitness is not only one of the most important keys to a healthy body, it is the basis of dynamic and creative intellectual activity. And Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, the first health is wealth. Welcome to the We Love Philly podcast. Today, we are joined by Philadelphia native Evan Hardin. Evan has dedicated the past few years of his life going around the city, getting people of all ages physically fit. And he's created his own fitness festival that my students and I will be volunteering for on June 1st, 2019. Make sure you go and get your tickets for it. We're really looking forward to it. In this episode of the podcast, we talk about which is more important, health or wealth. We also talk about how to inspire Philadelphia youth to eat healthier and exercise more. And lastly, we talk about how self-discipline, gratefulness, and conquering fears gave Evan the right mindset to overcome being shot at 16. If you'd like to learn more about Evan, you can visit him on Instagram at OG underscore fitness. On his page, you will find the GoFundMe website to donate to help support the free fitness festival that he is running this weekend, June 1st at Smith Playground at 2100 South 24th Street from 10 to 3. We hope to see you out. If you have any thoughts about the podcast or you want to reach out to us, you can email us at welovelpacademy at gmail.com. You could check us out on Instagram at We Love Philly and on Facebook at We Love Philadelphia. If you listen to us on iTunes, we'd appreciate it if you left us some feedback to help the show grow. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to the We Love Philly podcast. I am here today with Evan Hardin, founder of the National Bar League. How are you, Evan? I'm doing good. How are you feeling today? I'm great. Thank you so much for asking. So I have to start out with this question because I get a debate with my students almost daily. Do you think health is more important than wealth? I, I think health is wealth. Okay. That, that, that's, my, that's my approach to it. You, you know, if you have nothing else in this entire world, you can, you can have your health. Yeah. That, that will make you feel like a very wealthy person in the long run, I feel. Yeah, I like that. I work at a, a school in Southwest Philadelphia, and every morning they come in with the, the black corner store bags. Yeah. And it's Cheetos, Doritos, and uh, this is breakfast, like the juices, the uh, day yeah. soda that are like 40 Horrible. ounces. Horrible. And they're all about money and wanting to make money. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do when you make all that money and you have to spend it all on your health? And yeah. they give me the look like, I'll be fine. But that, I'm like, oh. How do I get it through to them? <laughs> it's hard when you're, when you're younger because you can't feel how, how it can creep up on you or how it can, you know, affect you in the longer run. You don't have that type of perspective. I guess, you know, we have to eat healthy around them and make it cool. Yeah. 
I try to tell them where's the water at. Exactly. Where's your water? Exactly. If I don't have a half a gallon, I bring like a giant water bottle. Yeah. I'm constantly just like running around the classroom with it. And I'm like, this is it. Yeah. Water is life. You put water on a plant, it lives. If I poured your day soda on a plant, it's it, not going to live. No, not that. at all. <laughs> it's a great point. Yeah. When I met you, I met you at the Anti-Defamation League walk against hate and i it looked like you were volunteering and right when i saw you i was like oh my god someone volunteering fitness i have to go talk to him i already followed you on instagram at og fitness i was like oh my god yeah you volunteer as well what were you doing at the the walk so we we come out to the walk every year cool we bring our bar out we uh do the tricks for the people to come see as as a little entertainment then people come over they try their hand and do some pull-ups it's, it's always pretty cool to have them see what that feels like do a pull-up we get cheered on and bring that aspect to fitness so it's, it, it looks cool yeah. you know when we do our tricks we fly in the air we went out i think back when they were doing it outside the art museum we were with them and they've been inviting us back they like us the crowd seems to enjoy what we do uh, this year was pretty fun. It was, it was it was fun this year. It was a big crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a good time at, yeah. the, at the walk, you see. Yeah. What is the National Bar League? So the National Bar League is a platform for freestyle calisthenics. What that is, we take things such as push-ups, pull-ups, and we push ourselves to another level in which it looks like a mix between gymnastics and parkour. Yeah. So we'll be on a pull-up bar doing like cool moves and things of that nature. Uh, I have guys come out and compete in battles, either one-on-one -on -one or maybe a tournament. And that it's a platform for them to showcase that talent and then have other people inspired. What does to, that look like? Are there like hype men when you said there's a battle? Oh, <laughs> uh, so, so I mean, a, a battle, like a one-on-one, -on -one, one person will go up, do a routine, get okay. scored. Okay. Another person goes up, does a routine, get scored. Gotcha. They have rounds, we have time limits, rules, and, and then how the judging is made. And you come out with the with the victor. So when I met you and I asked if you had any volunteer opportunities, you said that there on June first there's a fitness festival. Is yes. that what the fitness festival is going to be like? A bunch yeah. of balance. So it's a lot. Uh, we have some boot camps, basketball stuff, bounce houses for the kids. That's uh, so cool. And we have sets and rep competitions for people who want to you know try and have fun and see how many push-ups, pull-ups, and dips they can do. And then for the main event, we have a spectator event, which the guys are going to come out and battle and everybody can watch wow. the athletes come out. So yeah, it's a pretty good time. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I told my students we're volunteering. They're like, we're doing pull-ups. I said, we might be doing pull-ups. Might, might might have have yeah, yeah, I have to do a couple pull-ups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have to show the little kids that you can do a pull-up. They're going to look up to you. Yeah. They were like, just giving me the double look. Like, I don't know if I can do a pull-up. Yeah, you got to do a pull-up. <laughs> so it was cool when I was researching you. I saw that all last summer that you actually would go to a playground and offer people free coaching. And that like really struck my heart chords that you're out in the community helping people with, in my opinion, what's the most important thing that we have as humans, like you said, health yeah. as well. How was that for you? My whole thing was I found it growing up very important on how much your health can impact your life and the quality of your health and how much it can impact your life. And it's important to learn how to age gracefully and take care of yourself. Seeing that a lot of kids don't, not just because maybe they don't care to, but they don't know how, mm -hmm. which is also a very important thing. And I saw the places around the country that had like outdoor fitness parks, like access and availability to be able to, around a community, work out, learn how to work out, see a, like people organically working out 
you know, that way it's habitual. But just like you see people playing basketball now, I want to play because everybody else is playing. We had a big goal to get a bar park built, outdoor pull-up system where people could practice the freestyle aspect outside, just like in, I guess, Florida and California, how they have those bars. And also just doing a very good normal workout, you know, whether it be trainers want to take their clients outside, people in the communities want to go outside and work out. Yeah. It's, it's accessible. It's there. It's free. No gym membership required. Yeah, exactly. And I knew it was important also that not it can't just be there. You know, people have to be out there setting an example. So I have every Saturday community meetups. We all come out there, work out together. You know, you can ask me questions ask everybody else questions and as it grows and everybody learns and that community is teaching other people. Yes. So just like basketball, you come out there, how do you play? How do you do this? And then that's how it grows. So that was my vision for the community that's aspect. Amazing. Yeah. And you actually got the playground made? Yeah, I designed oh, it. Wow. I, I pushed for it, fighting for it. It took about three years, but it was, it was completely worth and it. And what's the playground? Smith Playground where the festival will be at Smith Playground Recreation Center in South Philadelphia. Oh, wow. Not to be confused with Smith Memorial. That's yeah. in North Philadelphia. Yeah. I go to that one during the festival. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I told my fiance that. She goes, are you sure it's at Smith Memorial? I was like, I'm, I, it said Smith Playground. Smith Playground yeah. Recreation. Yes. Yeah. So don't, don't call me. I'm in North Philly. No, we're in South Philly. We're all yeah. in South Philly. Yeah. And I, I have to agree with you. I was doing calisthenics last year nice. at Lemon Hill. And being there at the playground and having five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds seeing yeah. me on the bars are like, what are you doing, mister? You're like, you're a big person. Why yeah. are you here? I'm working out. They're like, can we work out? I'm like, absolutely, you can work right. out. And I would have three, four, or five little kids just trying to mimic what I'm doing. And that's how it starts. Yeah. And then uh, the, the freestyle aspect, that's the yeah. cool part. That's like, how can I get to do the cool stuff? Well, you got to do the this stuff normally, regularly. And... Once it becomes habitual, it becomes a thing and everybody's, yes. you know, do what you can for, for who you can. Yes. I was watching your New Balance commercial. Appreciate it. Yeah. And I saw the one quote that stood out. You said that your grandfather told you that life is good as long as you don't weaken. Yes. What did he mean by that? Through life in general, we all have a lot of tests that we have to go through, that we have to face, a lot of ups and downs. As you learn how to stay strong through all those tests, it gets easier. Like the, the more challenges that you're faced, you, you understand and you're more confident in dealing with them. You don't, the, the challenge is the challenge, but how you approach it, how you face it, how you deal with it, those things become easier to handle. So when I always think of that quote and I'm going through something really, really rough, you get through it and you look back and you're like, I'm, I'm a badass. I'm, I'm yeah. good. You know, like I'm, yeah. I can get through anything and then you get more confident and it gets better. That's what I, how I take it. That's what he meant. Yeah. So what advice would you give young people who are trying to start their own thing, who want to be entrepreneurs? A lot of my students are all about being entrepreneurs and I try to push constantly that you're going to have to fail in the beginning. You're you, going to have to learn from it. You're going to have to get stronger through your mistakes. And a lot of them are at that age where they're, they're really self-conscious about failing and coming off as I messed up. Yeah. So yeah, what advice would you give? When it comes to failing in particular, because you said that I, I started looking for the fail. Yeah. And it, beca it becomes a funny thing. Like when, when I train people on the bar, it's a very rewarding feeling every time you get a new move because you have to work really hard for it. People are often also scared 
of new moves. In the same way you're scared to make to do something new, you know, being entrepreneurial, you have to put yourself out there, do something. And when they go for a move, usually when we have mats, but even still, I tell them fall. Yeah. I say, go for it and just fall. And then once you fall, I look at you and I ask how to feel. And they shrug their shoulders. It wasn't that bad, was it? Yeah. And once you realize it's not that bad, you just learn from it. And once you learn from it, you then you gain the new skill. Yeah. And then you you start feel, feeling the growth and moving forward. So for me, I looked for the fail because I knew I would learn from it. Sure, I was scared. I was nervous, <laughs> had nerves, been, been scared. Again, life's good if you don't weaken. And you gotta push through. And every time you do it, you learn how to push through again. You learn how to push through again. Like. This wasn't my first business endeavor or me stepping out. I've failed multiple times. I've there's times I didn't follow through. There's times I put the accountability on myself. But you know, this after a while learning a bunch of different things and being patient. That is not stated enough. Yeah. Being being patient. Finding pride in the journey and the grind. It wouldn't be worth nothing if it were easy exactly it would be worth absolutely nothing if everybody could do it so that when you grind through all of the things you go through the fails the no's the you know the hope the things that fail fall through uh because it happens you get a yes and then things fall through all that becomes your story and it builds you up and gives you a sense of pride of how you got there Without those failings, if it was just handed to you, it'd be worth nothing yeah. and it would not be rewarding. Yeah. You know, just stay patient, look for the lesson and the fail and have fun with it. If yeah. you have fun with it, it's, everything is okay. So what's your, what's your go-to method from learning from your failures? I reflect a lot, see what happened, where, where things went wrong, where I went wrong, where I could have went better mm. and applied it to the next thing. Does uh, that include journaling? I do journal, I do write down my goals. I focus on what I want to accomplish a lot more than the how I want to get there because it's okay. Nobody knows. No nobody one. knows anything. No one. And nobody <laughs> does. There's no, there's no one right way. There's no one right way. If there's if people give you advice and you just have to absorb it and make it you and do the best you can. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. I was reading an article about you and I saw that at the age of 16 that you had a bullet lodged so close to your spine yeah. and it absolutely blew my mind because my students go through those same types of traumas either it's people in their families or their friends yeah. and my students are going to hear this what was it like in your head as a 16 year old when i was shot at 16 it's it's weird because you are exposed to that already just yeah. whether it's through entertainment or real life you're exposed to it. So it kind of desensitizes you to what's going on. When I got shot, I wasn't like black. I didn't black out or I didn't go through such immense pain at that time. Like I kind of got hit adrenaline, just thought through processes, what to do next, call my mom, call 911. Yeah. I wouldn't say during like that process of going to the hospital that I was thinking anything yeah. enlightening as a 16 year old, yeah, yeah. but my perspective on life definitely changed 
after, you know, seeing I could have been paralyzed and learning how to be more grateful in life. Because I think that's something that comes with age. My perspective on life, which I think every entrepreneur eventually gets to, is how do you want to be remembered? Or every, every person, you know, how do you want to be remembered when you leave? At 16, is it's hard to be remembered as a lot because you're still a, you're still a kid. Tons of life ahead of you. So as I got older, I was like, how do I want to be remembered? How do I want to leave my mark on the world? And when I found calisthenics, that was for me, my calling. So through that, it was, if something happened just as random as me being shot on a random day at 16, what am I leaving behind for the betterment of yeah. somebody else? That, you know, whether it was, I said, good morning and said, you know, have, have a nice day to somebody who didn't expect it. And they, that turns their whole day, you know, but for me, it was, we need a bar park. And I want my community to learn how to be healthy in that community. So if I leave today, I know that I did something good for my city. Yeah, that legacy. Yes. And I, and I think when you lead with how can I make something better yes. in some in some aspect. Yeah, I can be a servant. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like I'm about to change the world, like the water or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, how when you find a way to help somebody or and through your service, know how to make somebody smile or be happy. I think it, it definitely makes the great grassroots for a good business yeah. model. It's that ripple effect. Like you get into the right mindset and then through your mindset, you're able to help your family. And then yeah. once your family starts helping, you go, oh, wow, okay, I'm going to something here. And then your neighbors might start to change. And you're like, yeah. okay, how can I do the community? And then you're like, okay, yeah. now what's next? And 100%, then, and yeah. it always comes back, all that, that good energy and, and Effort and love you put out always comes back. Uh, people always appreciate that. So that's what you know. Where a, a place I try to come from. So that was the big change. Yeah. yeah. So can you remember the exact moment where you knew that calisthenics was for you? That this was your catalyst to help change your community? Well, first it was myself. When I first found calisthenics, it was a real self journey. It wasn't for necessarily for everybody else because calisthenics is about controlling yourself. It's it's um, about controlling your own body through push-ups, pull-ups, squats. When you focus on controlling yourself and learning how to manage yourself a lot better, it, does, it has a big mental effect on you. And that was my own journey, disciplining enough myself to do push-ups every day. Never had a gym membership in my life. So I would go outside to the playground every day, do push-ups at the tennis court, do pull-ups on a gate, on a fence, and just changing my attitude and how I handled things every day. I didn't miss a day. I didn't care how cold it was, how hot it was. I was outside sweating. I was in the cold doing push-ups. After I started building more confidence in myself through my calisthenics journey, competing, meeting people I thought were great in the, in, in the sport, that's when I realized I wanted to bring the community to Philly, bring that culture to yeah. Philadelphia because they could use that. And so then I said, that's when I would, it became my mission to say, all right, let's, how do we build this community in Philadelphia? So kids can see it and everybody who's some, and they give people more hope or just blow their mind on what they can accomplish. When you look at the students, can you do a pull up? Yeah. And they go, what? That's crazy hard. And then we have the competitions and guys <laughs> are throwing themselves, you know, four feet in the air. You're like, wait 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 a pull-up was hard yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. no no a pull-up is the basics let's learn that yeah and this is then we can do this and it's all possible yeah and it, it just takes work and yeah through that work 
that discipline, that time, that dedication, then those are good principles to build your character yeah. on. And that, because that same thing is what it takes when you're an entrepreneur, you have to stay dedicated, stay, you can't go to the party and talk about homework when you have to do homework and you can't go to the party. This is, this is on you. Nobody's yeah. going to check your grades. Nobody's going to check if you did your entrepreneurial work. It has, it's going to, you check yourself. And if you didn't do it, if you didn't do what you're supposed to, it's not going to work out. But if you stay focused, do everything day by day, you know, you have a lot yeah. better of a chance. Yeah, and it's so hard, I feel like, for young people because, example, when the NBA finals are happening, they're only watching the game. When their Sunday football's happening, they're only watching the game. I tell them all the time, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Yeah. Like, that's where it's built. When you're by yourself, no one's watching, and you know what you need to do. Yeah. And it takes those baby steps. you got to crawl before you walk, and then walk before you run. And like same with your – you have to do the pull-up before you can do the 100%. competitive – Yes. Before you can get into the competition. As a Philly native, when you walk around Philadelphia today, what do you see? What does it make you think? And what does it make you wonder about Philly? I like the growth. I like what I see happening culturally in Philadelphia growing up here. Downtown wasn't the same way as it was when I was in high school. Yeah. I do like the opportunities that I see being provided or the groups that I see helping entrepreneurial ventures in the city. There's a big fitness culture in the city that I enjoy and try to solicit to and let them know that, you know, what else is going on out here. And that aspect, I do like what's going on. For me, still reaching out to my the, my inner city communities and neighborhoods where some things still aren't as accessible or some things aren't as encouraged, such as exercising, going outside and, and doing certain things. So especially amongst the younger ones who don't always see it. Yeah. As for that aspect, that's why I do what I do, you know, and hopefully getting more parks like that built in the city where it's cool and it's accessible to work out. Uh, but other than that, I, I love I like the growth. For me, it's fun. I love Philadelphia, raised in West Philly. So, yeah, this is a, a problem faced by a lot of my students uh, is fear. Yeah, is they don't leave their block because mom doesn't want to leave the want them to leave the block because they're watching the news or they're following something then they're getting the alerts so how did you overcome the fear when that happened to you at 16 to just jump right back into the neighborhood and and work out outside and not have that fear that something bad could happen to you if you leave the confines of your home well you know that that is unfortunate bad things can happen anywhere yeah the bullet wasn't aimed for me but I got hit. To me thinking, if I stay in the house, nothing bad is gonna happen to me. Or well, if the house burns up, because yeah. I've had a, I've, I know people who have their homes been on fire. Bad things happen anywhere. You know, I just try to keep a positive mindset about what I do. Try not to put negative energy out into other people, stay positive. Look, I'll start with this about fear. I'm terrified of heights. Who was growing up, just did not want to be high. But in order to do the things on the bar to compete, I have to be high yeah. off the ground and trust in myself on a little bar. If I do a flip, <laughs> I can grab that bar and I will not crash on the floor or any of those things. But what's rewarding is once I jump over the bar, do the trick and, and land it, there's no better feeling in the world. Every time I do it and push my fear out the way, it becomes easier. So stepping back out, you got to do it. You just, you can't avoid it. Pay attention, be smart, 
stay aware, keep learning. Yeah. So if you could go back in time and tell the teenage version of yourself three things, what would you tell you and why? Work harder. I can't <laughs> always say I've been the hardest working person. When I speak on not not doing the work you might you might have should have done when nobody's looking, I can be a good example of not always doing the work when nobody was looking. I would tell myself no excuses. Even unknowingly, we make a lot of excuses. Oh, this is the reason why, this is the reason why. And it feels good whether somebody crashed into our car or somebody walked in our way and, oh, I was late for this reason. Once I started taking the excuses and put it all the accountability of everything happening in my world on myself and started saying, if something happens, it's 100% because of me. Yes. No other reason I control all of my life around me, exactly, 100% of my life. I, I just thought of this, I would probably tell myself, focus on me. And I think this is really good for students to hear. It's never probably you that's where the energy and the pressure comes from on wanting to succeed or being scared to fail or learning to stay focused and patient during that time period where things are tough or, and you haven't made it yet is the pressure comes from outside. It comes from other people's expectations of where you should be in life. It comes from you seeing where other people are in life and why, wondering why you're not there. It comes from feeling like you don't have enough money for this and, and life isn't supposed to be that way because other people are living a certain way. Nobody's life is the same. Nobody's on the same timeline. Nobody's the same as you. This is your life and it's run that way. I would tell myself, focus on just you, not whether somebody else has cool, nice cars in the house at this age. Those things worried me at times. Yeah, like, yeah. dang, should I have should I have a family at, t at 22? Yeah. Like, no, like, no, I'm gonna focus on me. I'm not because my friends are getting married or doing this. Yeah. And focus on... Awesome what you're doing, where you're at, where you want to be, mm. and not how somebody else got there. Focus on you. Yeah. You're yeah. only in competition with who you were the day before. That's that's all. And I, and I love being looking back and saying I'm better than 25-year-old me yeah. by a long shot. Yeah. But I was planning to be who I am at 30. Like once I made the decision, I was like, all right, I want to be this person at 30. I know I have time. I know it's going to take time. People say, what do you want to see yourself in five years? It probably wasn't until I was 25 that I could answer that question yeah. clearly. And that's what I mean. Don't ask me where I want to be in 10 years when I'm 17 years old. I have no, no idea, idea what's out there. I have no I'm idea. Cool. It took me to 25 to see calisthenics and in the full gamma of what it includes. So where can we find you? Where can we get uh, tickets for the event? So yeah, you can find me at on Instagram at OG underscore fitness. Uh, the link is also in the bio if you want to donate to the GoFundMe and come on out. It's uh, www.gofundme.com backslash Philly Fit Fest. That's P-H-I-L-L-Y Fit F-I-T Fest F-E-S-T. This is a donation only uh, event. Come on out, have a good time. This is support of the community. Uh, I just wanted to make it accessible for everybody. So if you're out there, you see our QR code, give it a scan on your phone, make a donation to the GoFundMe and, and have a good time and tell everybody else. That, yeah. That's what I really want. Tell, tell your other friends to come on out. And that, that's the important part. Yeah, most definitely. So I'd like to send love your way, Evan. It is 
very inspirational, especially for teenagers, for you to overcome what you overcame at the age of 16. A lot of my students, like I said earlier, they have a lot of fears about going outside. And for you to overcome that fear, to recognize a need in the community, to build something from the ground up and to inspire other young people to get physically fit is something that is really, really dear to my heart. And it's something that I have been trying to teach for years in the community and for you to build something from the ground up for you to volunteer as much time as you have to build a playground to build a community in a city that was lacking from the ground up it's something that i admire greatly and i appreciate you for it thank you carlos i appreciate it one last question what is your definition of love my definition of love for me it is twofold learning how to be of service to people learning how to put others first in a way, you know, you can be of service in helping other people. And the other fold is being non-judgmental. I think the deeper you can get in not judging somebody else, it's a lot easier to maneuver in life with other people. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your time. This segment of the podcast is called Just My Thoughts, where I give my takeaway from the episode you just heard. So after talking with Evan, it struck me immediately about fear. So I teach a lesson in my class where I give an acronym for fear. You might have seen it where fear stands for two different things. Face everything and rise or forget everything and run. And I feel like Evan's circumstance really embody face everything and rise. He could have let himself and his mission die with him being afraid to try new things, to get out of his comfort zone, to hide in his house. But instead, he conquered his fear. He overcame his adversity. He saw a problem in his community that he wanted to solve. And he put so much time and effort into building a community where you can exercise outside for free at a playground and get the physical fitness you need on an everyday basis to have that clear mindset, to have the energy and the body to keep pushing towards your dreams. It's amazing how one man can get a playground built, throw his own fitness festival, and then inspire thousands of people through his social media, through his actions to get involved and to spread the importance of physical fitness throughout the city. I'm super grateful to have met Evan. So make sure you come out this weekend, June 1st, to his fitness festival at Smith Playground. It starts at 10 o'clock. It goes to 3. Mm -hmm.